This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Welcome to Kids Bible Minute with our daddy, Landon Rao. Hello again and welcome to Kids Bible Minute. I'm your host, Landon Rowell, and I'm also the local preacher for the Church of Christ here in Ramona, Oklahoma. I want to thank Bible Way Media out of the Ulaga Church of Christ for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and each of you for studying God's Word with me. I enjoy our studies together and look forward to it each week. As always, I want to make certain you have your Bible with you, so that when I mention a Bible verse, you can read that verse for yourself and not just take my word for it. Now, most of the time, I will read that passage mentioned out loud, so it's best if you pause this podcast. When the scripture is mentioned, turn to that verse and read it. Then unpause the podcast and read along with me as I read it out loud, if you are new to our study. First, I want to say thank you for studying with us. And secondly, I want to let you know that you can reach all archived or past episodes easily now at RamonaCofC.com. That's RamonaCofC.com in the podcast section where there is a direct link to Kids Bible Minute past episodes. Through this study, we have seen Jesus' popularity grow a lot, to the point where he could not even enter into cities from time to time, Mark chapter 1, verse 45. Not only that, after feeding the 5,000 plus people, they tried to take him by force to make him king, John 6, 15, which we saw in a earlier podcast. Due to this, and of course the leadership of the Jews consistently threatening to try and kill him, we find Jesus in a series of withdrawals from Galilee. Each of these withdrawals had their high points, but they also had their low points. And this is what I want us to consider in our study today. In Matthew 6, 13-20, Jesus finds his disciples are ready to learn about the future and the establishment of the church in a more direct way. Up to this point, Jesus had been teaching them about his death through parables and metaphors such as Matthew 9:15 and John chapter 3:14-15. Now we read in Mark's account of Matthew 16 that he was going to plainly teach them. In Mark 8, starting in verse 31, we read this. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly. Jesus, who was no longer teaching his apostles metaphorically, but plainly was doing so because he was committed to going to Jerusalem where he knew he would die. And Jesus was emotionally strained by this reality and was trying to talk plainly with his disciples so that they could help him and comfort him. However, the apostles were not able to do that really properly because they were encumbered themselves. Remember, these guys have been taught their entire life that the Messiah would come and set up a kingdom and rule on earth. Anyone and everyone 
was a Jew or had proselyted into Judaism was taught this. And this is, of course, as you and I know today, error. Now, anyone taught in religious error can understand how these guys were confused and why it would be hard for them to hear God, Jesus, telling them something different than that. Peter, in fact, not believing that he was hearing from Jesus correctly, took Jesus aside and actually rebuked him. In Matthew 16, 22, we read this, And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. How amazingly arrogant for Peter to rebuke God, and yet his religious error had him do so. Jesus' response to Peter was the most harsh he had ever delivered to Peter and given to him or any other disciple for that matter. In the next verse, Matthew 16, 23, we read this, But he, that's Jesus, turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance for me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Just a moment earlier in Matthew 16, 18, Jesus was calling Peter his dependable rock, and now he's saying, you are Satan, my adversary. You and I know he was only trying to get Peter to understand he was being Satan's tool. But imagine the burden and the emotional turn this would have been for Peter and the rest of the apostles. Now, Jesus, as he oftentimes did, took this opportunity to explain that they were actually going to have far more valleys than mountaintops, even though they didn't understand that. In Mark 8, 34 through 35, we read this, And calling the crowd to him with the disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. The reality is, as Christians, those striving to be Christ-like, we will have far more valleys because of this old sinful world than spiritual mountaintops. Satan is the ruler of this world, and as such, this world is always going to be hard and difficult for God's faithful. I have no doubt that every Christian has spiritual highs when we worship and that service hits us just right, or maybe a devotional around a campfire, or maybe a week of Bible camp. Maybe it's an answered prayer to a painful situation and we're on cloud nine spiritually. We certainly praise God during these times, such as we see in Psalm 111, verses 1 through 3. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord my whole heart in the company of the, of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them, full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. These spiritual highs can last a day, a week, or even longer sometimes. But eventually, everyone will come down off that spiritual mountaintop. No matter how excited and zealous we get on that mountaintop, at some point, 
we will come back down. The faithful then will quickly realize that those mountaintop experiences simply cannot remove what this old sinful world brings, doubt and sickness, stress, criticism, and other disappointments from others and even our own selves. The truth of the matter is, we bring our faith to bear. In other words, it becomes stronger and more vibrant during these valley times. Because it's during those times we are at our spiritual best. There is nothing in this life that can phase us or stop us from loving and obeying our God when we know and have a true faith or trust in God. This is where the real spiritual battles are fought, isn't it? Not in the mountaintops where everything's great, but down in the valley where things are messy. Living in the real world, if you will, or where the human experience is much harder in day-to-day living, is where everyone faithful is hit with a reality check. This is where and when complete and utter dependence on Jesus and God is required. Now, to be clear, I'm not saying the Christian life is doom and gloom. Far be it. As God's children, we have the best possible life anyone could have on earth, Philippians 4 and verse 4. But that rejoicing in the Lord is not based on the emotional ease of going through this life. It's based on the future hope we have because of the promises made to us by God that when we are faithful through this life, and die fighting that good fight of faith and finish that race, we have been promised the victorious crown. And thanks be to God that he loves us and is with us whether we're on those spiritual peaks or pits. Romans chapter 8, 35 through 39. Well, that concludes this Bible study for today. As always, I want to thank you for studying God's precious word with me. And I want to encourage you to continue to study God's Word every day. Be sure to use the wonderful material and other podcasts made available through the Bible Way Media app or website at BibleWayMedia.org. I also personally have a website at Gospel-Preacher.com. Of course, make sure you ask your parents if it's okay by them before you download the app or go to those websites. I also encourage you to contact me personally with any question about the Bible at the Ramona Church of Christ email address, which is RamonaCofc at gmail.com. That's RamonaCofc at gmail.com or through our Facebook page or any other social media outlet. Make sure you message the Ramona Church of Christ in Oklahoma, not California. Until we have an opportunity to meet again, peace be with you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.